Alright. You're fucking kidding me. Literally, as soon as I press record. That's just, good. Sets the tone. That's just how the cookie God, crumbles. Dude. That's just how my crumble bumbles. I think I'm late to this because I've... I, I've been kept very, very high in a sensory deprivation tank for the past I don't even know how many weeks. But Greg Gutfeld listens to like music that's cooler than he deserves to or should. <laughs> I, I saw I've always told you every Fox News host like listens to brand new. Like that's like that's like an episode three of this podcast show. Well, you I don't think you're wrong, but that is I guess that's Greg Gutfeld's circle like two thousand five because now he is into yeah. one hundred gex folks. He's probably into like Bladey. I see. I don't think he likes Blade. I think, I think that's. I think, you can't take that away from him. Too, I, I think that's. I think that's probably too cool for him. You know. Okay. I, mean? I don't know if he gets that. Right. Uh, but he likes Death Grips. <laughs> Wait, actually, he, he's, he he goes Death Grips on <laughs> on like whatever show it is. He's on the Five, I think it is. Uh, he's like the producers wouldn't air this segment for me, <laughs> but I'm gonna do it anyway. Hundred hundred gex, best new band. Yeah. And then he do says you, like something something, and he goes Death Grips. It's gonna be a great summer. <laughs> he's talking about the concerts he's going to. I guess that's so cool. Imagine seeing Greg Gutfield at the. 100 gags concert. Imagine killing Greg Gutfeld in the death, gr the, yeah. the, the death Grips pit. You think he goes in the pit? I hope he gets in the pit. I hope he's <laughs> at the Sayerville, New Jersey show. <laughs> he's doing gut face. He's got that like, line that goes across yeah. his forehead and cuts him in half. Yeah, yeah. Steroids, crouching tiger, hidden Gutfeld. <laughs> yeah, it was cool that they like they wanted to put Gutfeld in the Tucker slot for a little bit. They tried that? Yeah, they tried so many different people. Now they have some... I think they just ended up moving Sean Hannity into the 8 o'clock slot. They just made him That makes the most sense. Got rid of the show, yeah. I also... But to expand upon this a little bit, Greg Gutfeld used to write, like, a yearly, like, best music of the year roundup for Breitbart. Really? Like, he did a Pitchfork... Esque column with pitchfork esque tastes for for Breitbart. Breitbart trying to pitch itself as the Vice News of the right. Literally, he, he literally he literally said like in like a blurb. He goes, "I don't do this because I I want you guys to know what I listen to. I do this for my dear friend Andrew, who thinks it's important that his you know <laughs> magazine speaks on culture as well and well. a range of like. But now I guess Andrew's dead, and they said. See ya, Greg. You don't get to write about yeah. fucking... No more trans uh, uh, hyper-pop musicians, Greg. Not do, on Breitbart. Do you think he even knows that That's they're That's what trans? I was going to ask you, yeah. I mean, I, I, do, I have no idea. I, I feel like probably not. That's got to be some sort of deal-breaker for that kind of that kind of guy. I'm sure he loves... Uh, what's, his, what's her name? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Mm. Right? There are all sorts of powerful transes and people in the dream pop mm. scene in mm -hmm. Republican politics now. Right, right. Isn't fucking, uh... He must have just been floating off the floor when Ariel Pink and John <laughs> Mouse were at the January 6th. He's like, yes! 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 Yeah. Yes! Unbelievable for a guy like him. Yeah. He's waiting for LCD sound system to record, New York, I love you, but there's too much crime. <laughs> Uh, do you remember this part of the five the five uh, thing though that he did, Matt? He says that hundred gex is like the Beach Boys meet Zappa. Kind of. I don't. Uh, I don't see that. Do you see that? 
um, the experimental vocal stylings of the Beach Boys <laughs> mixed with the experimental instrumental stylings of Frank Zappa? <laughs> Absolutely, the, I do. And the experimental lyrics of the Beach Boys, too. Right. Surf, surf, surf. I love to surf. Driving a car while I surf. <laughs> you're, think, you're, think, you're thinking of the wrong Beach Boys, Joey. Jo- I, I'm thinking jo- of Mike Love. Joey, Joey's brain only can accept the Mike Love Beach Boys. <laughs> he, he, doesn't, he doesn't register the Brian Wilson Beach Boys, the masterpieces of the 60s. Some of the only good music. <laughs> Music made in the 60s. I, I'm saying Hand Smashed by a Mallet is a hell of a lot closer to a love song than a Brian Wilson song. I agree with you 100%. All I right. was trying to get by. That's what I like to hear. We, should, we gotta end, my, we gotta end on, on a Hand Crushed by a Mallet. <laughs> okay. No. I was trying to get by. I Never heard it. I, I don't listen to the Beach Boys or Zappa or 100 Gex. You don't so. listen to any music. Yeah, Danny doesn't listen to music. I listen to <laughs> yeah. only the Cure albums. Over and over again. <laughs> you are pod-brained. You missed a dinosaur junior. Uh, uh, to stop it. Don't and fucking remind me, now, you asshole. We're throwing knives today. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I missed dinosaur junior on purpose. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, that Matt, pisses me off more. Yeah, Matt doesn't like good concerts, and Danny doesn't open the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one kickboxing podcast on the Moroccan <laughs> Royalist Left. I am your host. I can't do anything with this, actually. I am your host. I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> damn, that's a really good one. Get owned on it. You can be Danny Tate. <laughs> Danny Tate. Okay, that's top fine. Top G, top G. Dan Drew Tate. Yeah. I'm the boxer of Rabat. There we go, the boxer of Rabat, which Title sounds I like do a guy who did, who did war crimes. <laughs> no. I, I, no, a cool guy would be named the boxer of Rabat. I'm doing war crimes in the ring with my hands and feet. We have a wonderful, unique show for you folks this week where we yeah. read one Octagon? substantial article the entire time. Yeah, well, okay, we do do that, but just because we only have one article and it's kind of out of the news uh sort of i just went on wayne dupree and collected some headlines just want to run through uh like the last week or two's uh news as as wayne dupree reports it let's hear it i you know i've been out of the news what's been going on so just very quickly before we get in this first article let's just run through the news folks uh, DeSantis struggles to impress Fox business panel ahead of 2024 presidential run. Oh, uh, you're fucking washed. They all came out in support of you already. <laughs> and they're like, oh boy. <clears throat> DeSantis struggling to impress people? You gotta be kidding. Get out of here. Look at my hands. They work. And he's, sw- he's swinging his torso violently and they're kind of <laughs> like, they're stiff. So they're just kind of shaking <laughs> beside him. A uh, <clears throat> woman on a rampage. Over 400 cars keyed costs thousands in damage. This is a. She was inspired by the Carrie Underwood song. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that they've made abortion illegal, they don't know what to do. So they're just running articles about how women need to be. <laughs> <laughs> they all need to go to jail. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
California man dies while helping ducks cross the road. A story of heroism and tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) This is great Chinese state media style post. (laughs) Why did the duck cross the road? To kill a man, folks. So damn true, Matt. This is my weekend update about this shit. (laughs) Author Eugene Carroll seeks hefty damages from Donald Trump in wake of new verbal statements against her. Did you guys see this? I'm not going to touch no, this it's, one. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt stands with his president. But, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like as soon as uh, Trump lost that civil suit to Eugene Carroll. She's a liar. She's a liar. He went on CNN that night and just reiterated every single thing that he had just lost the liability thing to. And she's just suing him again for the same shit. I guess his math at this point is by the time they litigate this, he yeah. will be the president. Again yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's only he only had to pay like five million dollars for the last one, and this one she's suing for like a total of three million. So it's like. This is truly Trump chump change to Donnie boy. Yeah, she should she should go for it. She should try to get like the Alex Jones billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. Uh, oops, wrong target. Farmer targeted instead of key Al Qaeda member with Hellfire missile. Oops. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the entire drone war <laughs> thing. It's very funny that they're covering this. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Budweiser goes camo, winning back conservatives. One bottle at a time. <laughs> They've gone camo, folks. They've gone camo, now they'll go blammo. Yeah, it's the opposite of going woke. <laughs> <laughs> going camo. <laughs> Customer's Chipotle meltdown captures attention. Suspect remains at large. I read this one. A guy was mad that his tacos were taking too long, so he, like, destroyed the store. <laughs> What does he mean his tacos were taking too long? They create them know. like as you walk down the line. Yeah, right? um, I don't know. It's like assembly line food. I don't like Chipotle. You wouldn't catch me there. Not great, folks. Not great. Pancheros, they press your tortilla for you. Moe's, <laughs> they'll create you a crunch wrap. Uh, fucking uh, Qdoba, spicy queso. Chipotle, what do they got? Dick. Yeah, correct. Dick, nothing dog and shit. limp dick at that. Worst version of that type of shitty food. Here's a piece uh, uh, that was in the media recently that we d- we haven't talked about. Even Whoopi Goldberg thinks Harry and Meghan's car chase was a little bit suspect. Did you guys see this? Harry almost went out like his mom. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. I swear yeah. to God, they tried to assassinate him like they assassinated her. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the degradation of the British crown. Yeah, right. They can't even pull off a can't even do a good assassination <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Can't figure out how to make a car explode. Yeah, seriously. Fucking pathetic, folks. The last uh, headline here. Russia bans Barack Obama, Ashley Babbitt Shooter, and 498 more Americans from entering their country. (laughs) The guy who killed Ashley Babbitt is no longer allowed in Russia. (laughs) (laughs) How dare he? I regularly think about... Uh, what a bad rap those guys got yeah, as right? the only cops conservatives don't like. They <laughs> <laughs> know them by name. Like, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We went through the headlines. Let's run through some new Wayne Dupree style ads, right? That I, I actually haven't seen any of these on the website before, which typically it's like they run the same like five or six, maybe change up the picture, maybe one or two words of the... Of the ad? Well, they have a major issue in that all of those advertisers can now just advertise on Twitter. They're the biggest yeah, ad buyers yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, 100%. So now the ads are going to get a bit more esoteric. Yeah, so uh, let's just run through a couple of these pretty quick. This one's from Vitamin News. 
Girl finds strange eggs under her bed. When expert sees it, he turns pale. Hmm, strange eggs. This is just body snatchers. <laughs> uh, the, this next one's from Rich Houses. It's a picture of a very ugly baby, and it says, Mother has special looking baby. Doctor gets pale after DNA test. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of getting pale here. <laughs> yeah. The, the conservative website, everyone's getting pale. Yeah. Uh, this next one, waitress served man in MAGA hat. Saw note on check and burst into tears. <laughs> I don't know if it's like happy tears or um or like triggered lib snowflake tears. Are you trying to read it there? Yeah, I did just try and zoom in and read it, which didn't I can't work. Tell. I like that the website's House Coast. <laughs> House Coast, yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one: Boy Eight meets newborn sister after he says this dad files for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sentence it's great these are also like the things this is what like my facebook feed is populated with besides yeah. like you know egyptian scammers and all the yeah. other guys i add on there this next advertiser folks it's x free hub 20 times kid drawings revealed too much about their parents <laughs> pretty epic and dope Claudia Winkleman is caught without makeup at 50, and she's not what you'd expect. Claudia Winkleman <laughs> looks like shit, folks. She looks like dog shit. Who the fuck is Claudia Winkleman? <laughs> <laughs> Claudia Winkleman is, a, is, is like a book character or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 19 little-known Hell's Angels rules women fear the most. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> all, all women are taught to fear these 19 rules of the Hells Angels. I'm sure there's not too many rules of the Hells Angels that are like swag for women. No, no. yeah. I didn't think they had all that many rules. Yeah. I thought that was the thing. It's. A, I mean, it's a gang. No, there's rules in a gang. That's the whole thing. <laughs> Gangs have rules, Joey. <laughs> they have a code, it, man. They're, they're not just guys hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> these 10 places are so forbidden, even Google Maps can't show them. And it's a picture of the the clay soldiers in China. <laughs> <laughs> the Forbidden City. <laughs> the place called the Forbidden City. Very cool. This was my favorite one. Woman thinks she purchased horse. Vet says, do you know what this is? It's a picture of his, like a zebra or something. Do you know what this is? <laughs> Two men enter abandoned cruise ship when they see what's inside. <laughs> that's a that's an area on Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Once again, X Free Hub. If yep, uh, if you see this bug, you have a big problem. <laughs> is it just a lanternfly? Uh, I it think looks it's like a stink bug. bug. Yeah, <laughs> even better. This is a Starship Troopers ad. They're getting us ready. <laughs> and the last one here, Snake begs man for help. He is shocked when realizing why. <laughs> Men speaking to snakes in vitaminnews.com. <laughs> all right. Eat so... the apple. Eat the apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. That's that's what all's that all's that is the news for the week. In Wayne Dupree. Let's move on to our article this week. Fellas, what do you say? Absolutely. Let's get reading. Now, I did not read a word of this. I'm going in friggin' raw here. Joe, raw. Joe read this last week and told me about it at dinner, uh, at dinner and we, we had a grand old time. This is probably the funnest thing to happen in geopolitics in a while. <laughs> okay. That's why it's only being reported on in uh, The Economist. And Boomer Death Squad. Yes. The official podcast of The yep. Economist, allegedly. So let's get right into this, folks. The Mystery of Morocco's Missing King. This is by Nicholas Pelham in The Economist, folks. The Economist. 
The one, the, the, the shit I'd never read at all, because I assume it's really boring. And most paywall removers don't work right. on it. Also, right, yeah, true. We won't be giving out the You need a diamond one. pick to get through the economy. Yeah. Show me a 10-foot wall, and I'll show you a 9.5-foot wall. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. And we won't be giving out the uh, URL for the, the, current ad, uh, the current paywall blocker uh, that we found because we don't want it freaking uh, taken off the market, folks. We yeah. don't have a fucking mending book yet. We can't, we don't we have can't a break book. our diamond pick. <laughs> All right. Five years ago, an unusual image appeared on Instagram. It showed Muhammad VI, the 54-year-old king of Morocco, sitting on a sofa next to a muscular man in sportswear. It was this sentence that showed me I definitely need to read this article. (laughs) (laughs) The two men were pressed up uh, next to each other with, with matching grins like a pair of kids at summer camp. Moroccans were more accustomed to seeing their kid, their king alone on a gilded throne. They're helping him get his social presence up. <laughs> right. He's got to make a TikTok. Yeah, exactly. The story behind the picture was even stranger. Abu Azaitar, the 32-year-old man sitting next to the king, is a veteran of the German prison system, as well as a mixed martial arts champion. A veteran of the German prison system. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, employment or uh, customer? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, they can't have a real army over there in Germany anymore, so <laughs> this is how you become a veteran. Since he moved to Morocco in 2018, his bling-filled Instagram feed has caused the country's conservative elite to shudder. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that. Yeah, a conservative <laughs> elite in a country where, again, the king is supposed to just sit on a gilded throne. It's, that was the previous sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not. It's not, you know, the UAE. I think there's a little, they're a little more reserved in Morocco, perhaps, based on nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, based on their flag is cool as hell. Yeah, their flag rocks. It's not just the flashy cars. It's the strikingly informal tone in which he addresses the monarch. Our dear king, he wrote next to one photo of the two of them together. I can't thank him enough for everything he has done for us. <laughs> what? A crisis is brewing in Morocco, and the beaming kickboxer is at the heart of it. <laughs> The country is regarded as one of the Arab world's success stories. It is a thriving car industry, and its medieval souks and tranquil riads beguile Western tourists. Morocco seems to have all the charm of the Middle East and none of its turmoil. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> then, well, that's our bad. Then come a couple Germans. <laughs> one former official estimate uh, that the king was out... One former official estimates that the king was out of the country for 200 days last year. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He's like the king of Thailand. He's doing king of Thailand numbers. Yeah. But Morocco, I wonder if he has the same epic, like, full body tattoos as the king of Thailand. Those are fake. They're fake? Yes. That's, dude, I found out they're fake. He gets those, like, put on. That's so gay. Full body henna tattoo. What the fuck? Um... But Morocco's 37 million people face the problems that have roiled so much of the Arab world over the past decade. Insufficient jobs, soaring inflation, and oppressive security services. Why is that, folks? It's because of the Abraham Accords. They had to open up, uh, they had to open up their borders to Israel. <laughs> the land border between Morocco and Israel. <laughs> the logical conclusion of the Sinai <laughs> invasion. 
This has not so far resulted in serious upheaval, in part because of the king's prompt introduction of constitutional reforms at the height of the Arab Spring in 2011. But now turmoil is on the horizon, and the king, insiders say, is hardly to be seen. I'm confused. If it's if they've got a constitution, I mean, isn't that the point, right? He was like, all right, I'm just going to become a vacation-style guy. Uh, yeah, but he does not have vacation-style king powers. <laughs> well, give, he should give himself them. Yeah, it's a wink-wink, nudge-nudge constitution. It's like, it is, okay. ba- they'll get into it in the article, but Morocco is basically a monarchy, and it still requires him to function to, like, approve <laughs> <Right>. judges <laughs> and, like, basic things like that that they just cannot do because this guy is partying with these two German nice. Bati boys. For the past four years, Azaitar and his two brothers have monopolized the monarch's attention. <laughs> a court insider says that advisors have tried to reduce the Azaitar's influence, but to no avail. Some officials even appear to have colluded in the publication of articles exposing Azaitar's criminal past and alleged extravagance. The king seems impervious. Impervious? Wow, it's like he's a fucking king. Like he's the king, <laughs> hanging out with his boys. Yeah. I got a question, though, because these guys are obviously ripped because they're MMA guys. Yeah. Is the king ripped, too? Did they get him into, like, creatine and stuff? Uh, they'll get into it, but okay, I will say... Okay, I will say he did not start off ripped. Uh, awesome. That's fucking <laughs> sick. He bulked? Yeah. Muhammad is not just distracted. He is often entirely absent. He liked to travel and take holidays before he met the Azaitars, but the tendency appears to have become much more pronounced. Sometimes he cloisters himself with the brothers in a private ranch in the Moroccan countryside. Sometimes the group escapes to a hideaway in West Africa. When Gabon Pauls, quote, so boring, there's a beach but nothing else to do, moans one <laughs> member of the entourage, they descend on Paris. One former official estimates the king was out of the country for 200 days last year. You already said that, pal. All right? Yeah. I already read that. Very cool. (laughs) So boring. They're padding out this word count. This is The Economist, after all. Yeah, right. Well, do they drink? Does he drink? He's probably not supposed to. I don't yeah, he's definitely not supposed to. I don't know if he does or doesn't. How can does you hang drink? out with Germans I don't know. all day? Yeah, he's hanging out with his boys. How like, can, how you're not you... supposed to leave the country and hang out with your boys <laughs> all day in a variety of beach villas either. My, my, but... my point is, it'd be awesome to drink on the beach, all right? <laughs> That's his point, too, probably. <laughs> Quote, we're a plane without a pilot, frets an official. Uh, Muhammad first appeared in public. With the Zaitars on uh, April 20th, 2018, at an event to celebrate their achievements in MMA. <laughs> an event on 420. <laughs> on Hitler's birthday, you yes. mean. In photos released to the press, the king and the three brothers stand together holding an MMA championship belt. <laughs> That's awesome. As their friendship deepened, Azaitar began to post photographs of himself with the king. He and his brothers joined the king's itinerant household as his personal trainers, officially were reportedly told. (laughs) Him and his entourage of boys, his personal trainers. (laughs) Perfect Ubermensch, blonde hair, blue eyes, sexy, sexy men. I I mean, they are Moroccans, but yes. I thought they were German. Like Moroccans who went to Germany. Oh, wait, what? You'll see. They'll talk about it. Okay. Okay, so they... Okay. In some ways, the friendship has been salutary. The king, who was somewhat overweight at the time he met the brothers, has suffered from asthma and pulmonary complaints. The cage fighters installed a gym in the palace, and he started to work out. His face began to lose its puffiness, and he looked increasingly relaxed, almost fit. I'm in support of this. He's he's bettering himself. No, dude, exactly. He's coming up, and then... They'll talk about, like, his life and why he, like, probably fucking just hates Morocco and being a king. 
<laughs> he should be like that Habsburg kid that races Formula One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy uh, shit, but he's he's going to be the first king that fights MMA. Or I guess he's 54. I don't know if he'll fight in the ring. But... It'll be like fucking Mark Zuckerberg, how he hires like failed right, MMA right, stars right. to like to do what uh, Steven Seagal does in Asian countries. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. To do a real life version of the yeah. honorable man or whatever. <laughs> the and king, like, actually, Mark Zuckerberg could kick anyone's ass. He's also the strongest <laughs> man to ever live. <laughs> the king, for his part, has showered the brothers with largesse. When their mother died, he allowed them to bury her in the grounds of his palace in Tangiers. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Buried pretty cool. Their mother in a in the royal tomb. Pretty cool. Of Morocco? Yeah. These two German guys? Is yeah. that colonialism? <laughs> uh, the brothers acquired valuable beachfront real estate and flaunted their lifestyle on social media. Quote, they use military jets. They have car launch <laughs> to function in the palace as they want. They can go to the garage and pick up the cars they want, says a royal insider. It's so bizarre. <laughs> That's so fucking sick. This what, is What do they mean they use military jets? Like to like, just hang out, to go around. <laughs> That's awesome. As the brothers thrived, court officials grew ashen-faced. In theory, Morocco has a constitutional monarchy. In reality, Muhammad is far more than a figurehead. He has the final say on every matter of importance, and without him, the country's political factions tend to descend uh, into impotent bickering. The Middle East is littered with the wrecks of regimes that have failed to act decisively in moments of crisis. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what happened to all of the Middle East. The Economist. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. We're a plane without a pilot, frets a former official. Again, already read that, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. This is this is great because it's just the vesti these vestigial monarchies that were like kind of created or propped up by the British, French, yeah, and Spanish empires. A hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, certain ones are able to hold on, like Jordan, everyone's favorite friend in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah. Or they start to fall off because of, you know, no one's as strong as their fathers are. It it is really funny that he he's like I don't want to do this, but I'm not gonna let I, I'm not gonna let any of my power go. Yeah, I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna stop. It's fine. Yeah, I <laughs> I like being the king. Yeah. I like all that shit. Muhammad is the most uh, publicity shy of Middle Eastern leaders. Since becoming king in 1999, he has never hosted a press conference or given a television interview. He shuns international summits. When he has to give a public address on Throne Day, an annual event commemorating his succession, he fumbles his words. Aww. <laughs> but at the same time, you got 364 year days a year to prepare for Throne Day, and you can't... Right. You well, that's the thing. It's a, That's a really stressful day. He needs to take 200 days at the beach and in Paris... With his boys. <laughs> with his boys to get relaxed enough to do it. And yeah. He should take 164 days with a speechwriter and a, and a, like a coach or whatever. Mm. More world leaders should have an entourage of boys. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, for sure. His, deme his demeanor, down to the t-shirts and trainers he wears, suggests a desire to be something other than a ruler. What kind of trainers does he wear? Uh, I don't know. It, do it doesn't say. Why don't we get a fit check Let's on, find on Muhammad VI? Though he seems happy enough to enjoy the financial privileges it brings, he's not interested in power. All he wants to lead is his life, says a courtier. <laughs> it's great. This is like a Disney movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, do you think this is one of those, um, like, uh, 
Middle Eastern monarchs that plays like League of Legends all the time? Or do you think he used to play League and the gym bros got him off of that pussy shit? He's 54, right? Either I don't think he doesn't do that, right? Well, no, but I think he looks at like, you know, the younger Saudi like third princes who are, you know, Angel of Darkness XY yeah. XY yeah. on Steam. <laughs> and he's jealous. He's like, that should have been my lifestyle. But yeah. his dad was like, you know... A king's king. He was an austere dictator that invaded Western Sahara. Respect. <laughs> yeah, now he's just living <laughs> in after it. Yeah. And they'll get into it further in the article, but his dad and him uh, didn't get along so well. You're kidding. I'm on this website called Muslim with a V, and it's Muhammad VI, the cool king of Morocco in his style. <laughs> Some academics believe that the institution of monarchy helped Morocco avoid the revolutions that swept the Arab world in 2011. Unlike the presidents of neighboring republics, the king could quickly re uh, introduce reforms while still representing stability and continuity. The sense of Morocco's monarchy as something timeless and ancient is inculcated from an early age. School children are taught that their royal house goes back to the 8th century. And, you know, they're saying that's a good thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's better than having a president. The Economist is definitely saying that that's <laughs> yes. a good thing. Who is this very smooth boy he's with? Is that one of his buddies? Is that one of the guys? This guy has freaky eyes. He's really smooth. Oh, yeah, I think that's one of the brothers is just the manager of the other two brothers' MMA careers. Pathetic. It might be him. Those two have way stronger jaw lines, too. Yeah. Yeah, this one guy looks like the moon. <laughs> The monarchy's mystique is reinforced with symbols and rituals such as the uh, annual bayah, or oath of allegiance, when the king walks out of his palace gates to be greeted by officials dressed in white dijalabas with pointed hoods. Hmm, wait, white, wait, hmm, white hoods? What's up with that? Different <laughs> context, bro. <laughs> Who proceed to kiss his hand. Sounds kind of gay to me. Kissing another man? Yeah, they're like, we need to get our king back from the nightclubs of Paris so we can all kiss his hand <laughs> and tell him he's a very good boy. <laughs> the desk from which he delivers his annual uh, televised address is draped with a cloth embroidered with his coat of arms. In fact, this coat of arms dates back only to 1957. Historically, the Alawi dynasty from which Muhammad descends were sultans whose authority could be patchy. <laughs> <laughs> When the French colonized Morocco in the late 19th century, they centralized the state and formalized its boundaries. They also boosted the authority of the sultan, who later became the king, introducing throne day rituals in the 1930s. They turned the sultan's deputies, or Mokzen, into a modern bureaucracy. Don't we love the French folks? And of course, this guy just loves Paris. He's fallen in love with French. This is what French right. soft power looks like yeah, right. in North yeah, Africa. Yeah. They don't technically hold Casablanca anymore, <laughs> but the king is getting super fucked up in a basement yeah. with a bunch of Berliners. Yeah. You know what? Also, you know what else is cool about this? Because I bet he, I bet he had a hand in this. The third John Wick, they go to Morocco, and they they have a sick shootout. And I bet the king was like, "Get get John Wick over here." <laughs> Yeah, we could film part of this in Morocco. Hell yes. Absolutely. He Can let I them blow him? up like a real castle. Yeah. <laughs> Do I get to meet John Wick? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, the king's like, oh my god, Keanu Reeves is just so nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's posting on Reddit. You'll never guess who I met today. 
Today, the Moxon is a sprawling state apparatus encompassing elected and appointed officials, placing great emphasis on elaborate protocols. It has become an institution in its own right, as well as an extension of the monarchy. Moroccans also use the term Moxon to convey something like the deep state, describing the influence of powerful business and political elites. Get I mean, <laughs> it is basically a formalized deep state that You're the right. French set up. It's like all the rich people get together and decide how it right. works. But it's just a monarchy. That's just like how those things work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Place. They're dukes or whatever. They're yeah, earls. Awesome. It's no different. Yeah. Muhammad threw a huge bash for his 38th birthday party and flew in Lou Bega, the German pop star, on his private jet. <laughs> at 2, 2 a.m., the king had him play Just a Gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. The king overlooking his country, quietly contemplating to I'm just a gigolo. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Mambo number five is the national anthem. So, I guess this next paragraph sort of just uh, juxtaposed that with this. The king sits at the pinnacle of this system. After the Arab Spring, some constitutional changes were introduced, uh, giving more power to elected officials. But the monarch can still rule as an autocrat if he wants to. He is the head of the armed forces, the ultimate judicial authority, and can dismiss parliament by royal decree. Yeah, see, so it's <laughs> the like... Guy, he's just like, he wants to listen to Derfunky beats, and he could also just invade anywhere he wants. Exactly. Whenever he wants. Exactly. In Britain, the mo the constitutional monarchy, like the monarchy part, is a little quieter. And here, it's like yeah. the constitutional part is like constitutional. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'd like this guy to take Paris. Yeah. It'd be cool. <laughs> Muhammad's father, Hassan II, exercised regal power to the full and was feared for it. He was nonstop, domineering, present in everything, and immensely hardworking, remembers a friend of the family. <laughs> and now his son's going to be just like that in the goddamn octagon. <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> An imposing figure who kept a secret harem of 50 concubines. Doesn't sound too secret to me. <laughs> he, was never, he was never happier than when grandstanding at Arab summits with a cigarette in his hand. Hassan corralled the Moxen into punishing his enemies. He's hung subjects from their ankles in secret prison. Uh, Whoever disobeys me disobeys God, the king once declared in 1994, quoting a saying by the prophet. Now, as you can, ima as you can imagine, that's a hard guy to have as your dad. Big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big shoes. You have big, to smoke cigarettes shoes. and like call Gaddafi lame. Yeah. <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> Muhammad grew up in the shadow of his demanding father. His school regimen began at 6 a.m. with an hour's recital of the Quran. Now that sounds like shit, folks. Then lessons started. He was educated at a college built especially for him within the uh, crenellated palace walls. That sucks. No co-eds, am I right? Oh, no thanks. Uh, you might think so, but actually... Oh, wait a minute. You telling me he has a he has another secret harem? <laughs> uh, his father wanted Muhammad to feel the pressure of competition, so he filmed filled his son's school with twelve classmates, handpicked for their brilliance, according to Leroy Predator. Leroy Predator. Hmm. A biography of Muhammad published in 2012 by two French journalists, Hassan was once heard ordering his henchmen to give his son 20 lashes when he seemed to be falling behind in his studies. Uh, the authors were recently convicted in France of attempting to blackmail the Moroccan government. <laughs> the book itself <laughs> remains well regarded. They are reported to have launched an appeal. That's awesome. So really... Uh the Moroccan deep state controls France. <laughs> what? You can't what? you can't take a shit all over the Moroccan king in France. That's illegal. Which cool. 
Well, I think it was more like, hey, we're going to release all these pictures of you at Derfunky Beats if you don't, <laughs> I don't know, also give us a moxin or whatever. As a child, Muhammad was interested in anything that conjured up the world elsewhere. That any In anything that conjured up the world elsewhere. Yes. Okay. He never went outside the palace walls and fantasied about what lay beyond. Sounds like a freaking incel, says a childhood friend. One of his favorite... <laughs> says a childhood friend. <laughs> <laughs> No, but imagine that. He's, like, literally a princess. He's, like, fucking uh, <laughs> Rapunzel or Snow White or whatever. Yeah. One of his favorite songs was Breakfast in America by the English rock band Super Tramp. <laughs> <laughs> Just a young lad in Morocco doomed to be the king but destined to love Super Tramp. <laughs> this is one of the reasons I don't read The Economist. I don't know how to pronounce this word, folks. A pain... Pay, pay, P-A-E-A-N. Paying to the appeal of escaping in a jumbo jet. He excelled at languages and went abroad shortly after finishing his master's in public law in Rabat. <laughs> nice. It's cool that they make you go to college if you're going to be yeah. the king still. Yeah. You have to get a law degree. Yeah. Public law majors not beating the coloring book allegations. If this guy is just... He's king. <laughs> Out of the country for 200 days a year. Well, think about how hard he had to grind as a kid. He never got to be like a little princely, like, you know, yeah. he, not, he, he never got to take a princely vacation. Now he's Imagine take how pissed he was vacations. when he met the Saudi princes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, here's my solid gold horse. They probably called him fat. Yeah. Uh, officially, he was in interning at the European Commission, but Europe's nightlife seems to have appealed to him more than its committee rooms. According to another biography of Muhammad by Ferran Sales Aigi, an al Pai journalist, Hassan's spies informed him that the young prince was frequenting bars. Uh-oh. You can't do that. What do you think he was drinking? Dark and uh, Stormies? Yeah, I was going to say, what year is this, probably? Yeah. <laughs> like, what was the cocktail of the year that yeah. year? Actually, no, this is uh, this is the early 2000s, right? Mm. Goldschlager. Yeah, he's drinking <laughs> Goldschlager, and he's drinking, like, $35 cocktails from guys yeah. called mixologists. <laughs> it took oh, 30 yeah. minutes to produce. The king's dissatisfa dissatisfaction with his son grew. Quote, a chromosome error he once uh, <laughs> he was once reported to have remarked in despair. <laughs> I'm supposed awesome. to get a vasectomy when this is my male heir. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he sent Muhammad to study law in Nice <coughs> and dispatched his interior minister to keep an eye on him. As the year, this is literally a Disney movie. No, yeah, he sent, <laughs> fucking, he sent his secretary of state yeah. to watch him. Like, as the years passed, father and son appeared to be estranged. Muhammad avoided Hassan even when he was back in Morocco. On trips home, he spent much of his time in Amnesia, a sleazy underground club in the capital. As Leroy Predator, I'm just going to keep saying that, recounts, Muhammad's best friend from school, Fawad Ali El Hima, sorry folks, I'm not trying harder there, installed a lift from his flat above that descended to Amnesia's bowels. Bowels. Real uh, interesting word choice he, there. He, he was friends with just... One of his friends just had a secret elevator, elevator. so he could go over to his house and then descend into this <laughs> nightclub. That's, that's awesome. That's fucking sick. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Disney movie. In 2004, Abu was sentenced to two years in prison for dousing a businessman in lighter fuel and stealing his Ferrari. <laughs> cool. All right. When Hassan died in 1999... 
Uh, Muhammad dutifully cried during the funeral procession. Uh, but friends sensed that a load had been lifted. It's not clear when they said Abu, but that is uh, the primary German kickboxer. Oh, okay. So that's what he was doing at the time, just to catch you up. Right. He was stealing a Ferrari and lighting in, some guy on fire. In Germany, yes. which is where he served the time. Okay. So he did not work for the prison. He was uh, he was a uh, yeah he was an a customer of the prison. A customer, <laughs> yes. Uh, for a while, it, it seemed as though he was destined to become an energetic, modernizing king. He was quick to attack the Moroccan elite and their moors. It also can't have escaped his notice that some of the courtiers now kissing his hand were the same men who had helped his father bully and humiliate him. What in just what a cool system of government where your whole job under one guy is to torture his annoying son and then the annoying <laughs> son becomes your boss yeah. randomly like, one day. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we're good, right? That, that was then. <laughs> Hell yeah. Season four succession box. Now, exactly. If this was like... A show. If this was an American, they would just dedicate their life to killing these men. <laughs> like, he, would, he would be, he would have his harem of them <laughs> in a pit. Yeah. Within months of taking the throne, he began to fire senior officials, starting with the interior minister rumored to have spied on him in Nice. Damn, that's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gone first. Holy shit! He's been <laughs> thinking about that since he was 16 yeah. or something. He appointed, he appointed an equity and reconciliation commission to review cases of human rights abuses under his father. He reformed the Maudawana, the Islamic legal code, uh, making it easier for women to divorce their husbands. That's awesome. Good, yeah. Look, good, yeah. good on this guy. Yeah, this guy sounds pretty cool. He built a network of motorways and railways across the country. Uh, though the liberalization process had begun under Hassan, Morocco's press portrayed Muhammad as the savior who would finally bring the feudal kingdom into the modern age. Yeah, he was hip. He was educated in Europe. He was supposed to be like their... He's the tech bro king. He's the modernizer. He's yeah. born to Buttigieg. <laughs> To help manage the pushback against these reforms, Muhammad appointed his fun... What pushback? They just said that everyone loved him for it. Well, people loved him, not... Right. The not, not the French deep yeah, state. Yeah, not the deep state <laughs> that is in charge of them. Uh, Muhammad appointed his fun-loving old-school friends to positions in the Moxon. That's awesome. But they didn't seem to share his desire to shake things up. According to a former royal insider, the king's friends were keen for him to do the conventional thing and take a wife. To their relief, he married Salma, a computer engineer who worked for the royal company Ona Group in 2002. He had to produce an heir, a crown prince, says a former Western ambassador. He did his job. Yeah, this is just, uh, <laughs> it's Renly from fucking Game of Thrones. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad's enthusiasm for ruling waned during his first years in power, according to a former insider. The Moxens seemed to have hemmed him, hemmed him in and the old desire to thumb his nose at authority returned. <laughs> the older he gets, the younger he behaves, says a childhood friend. A childhood friend who was, again, just some guy sneaking him into clubs, but had now been granted the same position yeah. that all the annoying old guys had, so he wanted all the power exactly. and rights that the old annoying old guys had. This, that, that's, a, that's a pretty obvious... It is it is uh, respectable though that he thought he put his boys in power and they'd just be like yeah let's sit this let's keep it in the club yeah 
no, exactly. But yeah, fake friends, dude. Too and, many of them. And even he's the king, so he can do whatever he wants. But they're there. He's given them positions within the deep state where they're accountable to all of the other old guys that have remained <laughs> in the deep state. Yeah. So just because he wants to be like a reformer does not mean they can be. No. Yeah. It's you know it's the problem with the reformer president, whether you know Bernie had won or you know Trump clearing the swamp. It's like the swamp just kind of eats you. It's a swamp. <laughs> It maintains itself. He spent more and more time broad with artists, actors, comedians, and rappers. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah. Do we have any names? Lil Peep, uh, Trippy Red. He was actually really good friends with Juice World before he passed. Yeah, Damn. it sucks that there aren't better Red. examples than Lou Bega. Yeah, I don't know who that but, is. <laughs> yeah, dude, Mambo number five. Oh my god! <laughs> A little bit of Monica <laughs> in my life. That's him. Every That's night. awesome. Yeah. And they list off two of his songs, and neither of them are Mambo number five. I, ridiculous, That's right? That's fucked up, dude. He paid the economist to na- say the other <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah, he yeah. to forget that one. Muhammad began to spend increasing amounts of time pursuing his love of music, especially North uh, African rap. He raged against Hogra, the feelings of humiliation and powerlessness that afflict many young North Africans. So he's a rapper? Well, no, he relates to it, though. It's like, he's, <laughs> this guy is literally the king. <laughs> he's yeah, like, that, that was me when the evil interior minister was chasing Hell me yeah. around France. Uh... In 2013, he gave a royal medal to Don Big, a Moroccan gangster rapper. He made the kingdom a hub for artists like Miter Gims, the Congolese rapper, and Red One, Lady Gaga's Morocco-born producer. Many Moroccans were thrilled with their streetwise king. (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing... It's the rapping king. That's the Disney movie. (laughs) Well, that's that's the third movie. Because remember, it has to take place over, like, you know... Many, many years. <laughs> yeah, Disney's 16-hour-long movie about the Moroccan <laughs> he, he might have been, like, 45 in 2016, but I guarantee he was wearing Supreme and Palace, and he, he, he half of his hair was dyed blonde. Like, I guarantee it. Nah, it's, I, try, I tried finding pictures. He's, he's still dressed like a, like an old guy. It's like... <laughs> It was never, it was never that, like, mm. audacious, unfortunately. Well, not that we got to see. Not yeah, exactly. I think MuslimWithAV.com is a pretty solid source <laughs> for for pictures of the Moroccan king. The Moxin and the elite were horrified, especially at his companions from the Dem- Demi Mond. These wayward years weren't good for Muhammad's health. <laughs> wayward years. <laughs> He's in his forties. <laughs> awesome. He had a repressed childhood. Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. You're These right. So basically, his terrible twos. <laughs> <laughs> he began to pat out and wore thick glasses to hide a growth on his left eye. He would gasp for breath, climbing short flights of steps. Then the Azitars arrived. This is what I like to see. They, they, you know what? They saw their, they saw a guy that they were like. I can change him. I can fix him. No, absolutely. Dude, the cucked Andrew Tate, mm. like, becoming a sex trafficker in Romania uh-huh. versus the base of Zaitars <laughs> lighting German businessmen on fire and then <laughs> joining the Royal Guard of Morocco. The Zaitars come from a small town called Frechen on the outskirts <laughs> of Cologne. Frechen traces its history back to the Dark Ages. 
Wouldn't most places in Europe do that? <laughs> anyway. Definitely. Attitudes to migrants and minorities there also hark back to an earlier time. Yeah. <laughs> Until 2018, the name of the local carnival invoked a racist slur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they still do that in, like, Sweden. Yeah. All the time. Uh, Moxon insiders and courtiers started to complain that Abu and his brothers acted as if, as if they were royals themselves. Quote, they treat provincial governors like they're drivers. <laughs> nice. Just walking around and ordering people around, like, it's so cool. I feel like if Joe Biden had a friend named Willie who got, <laughs> who got to go give fucking Ron DeSantis wedgies. Yeah. <laughs> um... The the town's Muslims keep a low profile. The local mosque is an inconspicuous house with no indication of being a place of worship. The, the Azaitar's parents came from the Rif, the Berber Mountains in Morocco's north. They emigrated under Germany's Gastarbeiter program, a fixed-term visa, sch uh, fixed visa scheme introduced after the Second World War when the West German government wanted cheap, temporary foreign labor. <laughs> 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 that sounds about uh, The Economist. That sounds about white. Am I right, guys? It is yes. awesome, though, that these were Moroccans who just got to go to Germany through, you know, the equivalent of H-1B visas to avoid paying Germans <laughs> to do stuff. The visa limit was later scrapped, uh, and many of these workers opted to stay permanently, but they often struggled to integrate. Some came to embrace their Islamic identity more than they had had previously. Uh, the Azaitar's father ran the local mosque. He named his sons after the first three Sunni caliphs, Abu Bakr, Ottoman, and Omar, and sent them to the King Fahd Academy, uh, Academy in Bonn, an Arabic-speaking school funded by Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I mean... See, Saudi Arabia has it figured out. They have designed schools mm -hmm. in other countries mm -hmm. to send their royals out to party in, right. as opposed to Morocco, where they just sent them to Paris and let them, like... Talk yeah. to Parisians. Yeah, yeah. Bad idea, <laughs> Sleazy, sleazy Parisians. <laughs> Two of the quickest ways to escape the Gashtarbeter underclass are crime and sport. The Azaitars pursued both vocations. <laughs> As teenagers, Abu and his identical twin Omar got involved in the violent fringes of Cologne's nightclub scene. Abu later admitted to a German newspaper that he was beating people up and robbing them almost every day. <laughs> so cool. It's got, he's a pickpocket and a thief in the German, <laughs> in the backwaters of Cologne. Yeah. In 2004, Abu was sentenced to two years in prison for taking part in an attack on a businessman who was doused in lighter fuel and then deprived... And then deprived of his Ferrari. <laughs> cool wording. He was back in court shortly after uh, after his release for punching his girlfriend at a Christmas market and puncturing her eardrum. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Sounds like an MMA guy. Yeah, it's an average MMA guy. Yeah. Cool to bring, like, a very Muslim guy to a Christian market. Don't know exactly what was going on there. <laughs> yeah. You know, in Germany, when you steal someone's Ferrari, it's called Ferrara Departure. <laughs> <laughs> when asked about the newspaper reports of his criminal record years later, the ultimate fighting championship fighter replied in broken English, When we are young, everybody do something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> The Moxen treasure or uh, the Moxen treasure ornate craftsmanship 
the brothers prefer bling. And Swag March- versus class. <laughs> <laughs> in March 2022, the Azaitars opened another fast food joint along Rabat's riverfront and stationed a bright pink Lamborghini outside the door. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> they're opening like Moroccan McDonald's. <laughs> they're, they're, they're franchisees. Hell yeah. Afterwards, he threw himself into sport. First kickboxing, then MMA. He became so good that he was selected for the UFC in Hamburg in 2018. He won his match. Uh, and he won his match. They just put it in parentheses. <laughs> I don't know why. They could have just put and. Whatever. His younger brother, Ottoman, uh, Ottman, rather, Ottoman, was also a competitive MMA fighter. Abu's twin, Omar, managed them both. Wow, so the twin is the scrub fucking uh, manager. Yeah, well, I guess Abu ate, like, half of him in the womb or something. <laughs> right, Probably. right, right. Uh, the brothers were heroes to many of Cologne's North African migrants. Provincial newspapers dubbed Abu and Omar the brutal twins. <laughs> <laughs> the disgusting brothers. Yeah. <laughs> they mixed with some of the most famous people in Germany. Footballers and car racing champions, actors and porn stars. Among their newfound celebrity friends was Red One, Lady Gaga's producer, who reportedly served as King Muhammad's unofficial ambassador to the music business. <laughs> According to one of Muhammad's childhood friends, Red One brought Abu to Morocco and introduced him to the royal entourage. It's cool that they list Germany's four types of famous people, which are actors, <laughs> yeah. race car drivers, musicians, and porn stars. <laughs> From this point onwards, Abu's matches grew rarer. He seemed to prefer the palace to the ring. Muhammad reportedly took Abu and his brothers cruising on the Lusail, the Qatari emir's yacht, and uh, partied with them in the Seychelles. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, yeah, surprisingly, he didn't seem to like getting punched in the face anymore. (laughs) Much more preferred being a king guy. Yeah. According to a report in the Spanish media, he lent them his own private jets. The Azaitars opened a fast food joint in the king's luxury new development, Tangier's Marina Bay. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what kind of modernizer he is. He's building, like, his own real estate developments for people to move into. (laughs) Yeah, he's doing arrested development. (laughs) Muhammad even sent his son and heir, Hassan, to munch on their burgers at the opening camp. (laughs) So he named his son after his dad, who he hated. Oh, yeah. And... And this is the type of job he makes him do. He has to go eat burgers. <laughs> It'd be cooler if he named his son after one of his MMA buddies. Yeah, yeah. it's funny he made him visit the grand opening of a fast food restaurant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's his crownly prince duties. Go cut the ribbon. Literally. Oh, Abu had the royal coat of arms sewn into his garments. According to a report in the Moroccan media, if anyone stopped him, he called himself Nas Dial Malik. One of the king's people. <laughs> nice, dude. Dude, he, he just started so treating himself like a knight. <laughs> Unbelievable come up. Uh, Abu was given some official duties. Muhammad put him in charge of a sports association, which invited famous footballers to an event celebrating Morocco's annexation of Western Sahara in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick, dude. 
Moxon insiders and courtiers started to complain that Abu and his brother, uh, brothers acted as if they were royals themselves. They boss around ministers, grumbles one courtier. They treat provincial governors like they're drivers, adds a businessman. The king uh, has made it pretty clear to all his ministers that they can speak on his behalf, says a former friend. They, a former friend. See? <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Earlier it was just childhood friend. Yeah, tons of fake friends. For real. Um uh, they can they can call ministries for permissions for any stuff they want, direct and unfettered access. <laughs> <laughs> to the horror of former confidants, the Azaitars replaced them as the king's gatekeepers. Now it is the boys from Frechin who decide who receives an audience and who gets sent away. Senior officials have reportedly been shown the door. Quote, they would even ask his sisters and cousins to leave, says a former member of the Royal Inner Circle. <laughs> former <laughs> member of the Inner Circle. That used to be my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they stole my job. These Germans came idiot. and stole my job. <laughs> if he was still Inner Circle, he would not be talking. <laughs> now. <laughs> to the horror of former go- confidants, the Azaitars replaced them as the king's gatekeepers. But it's they talk about how the former confidants kind of got sucked into the moxin and started yeah. being... And it's like that's just of not what the king wanted. He, he wasn't. Lo- he was looking for boys. Yeah, he was looking for Euro party boys. Yeah, seriously, it's that it's that uh, meme of the guy with all the the knives sticking out of his back, and he's like, "I'm fine." Yeah, he should have had them all killed and been like, "I didn't change." You guys <laughs> <did>. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll act like you want me to. You're all dead. <laughs> I'll get new guys. I'll clone my two friends, the brothers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think there's even a third brother, so and, they say. An outlet loyal to the government, Hess Press, said the brothers re- wielded a Rasputin-like influence. No, they're just boys. They're just good friends. Come on. <laughs> Rasputin, also a boy. <laughs> the Azaitar's behavior irked the Moxen, as it did the privileges they accrued. Some of this was pure snobbery. The Moxen treasurer, uh, ornate craftsmanship, the brothers prefer bling. Why does it keep doing this? I think there were like, there's that thing in articles like where they take something that's letters. about to happen right. and then they give you a quote from it to and sell you on what's up. going to happen. Whatever. That's fine. In March 2022. It's a great quote still. It's swag versus class. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> it, is awesome. it is awesome. In March 2022, they opened another fast food joint along Rabat's uh, riverfront and stationed. Uh, what the fuck? For further effect, they added a huge pink unicorn, pink giraffe, and two prancing blue stallions to the entrance. Next door, they set up a donut shop with a crown on its logo and a giant throne made of donuts outside. <laughs> <laughs> See, if they did this in the United States, uh, the, all of Twitter would be like, they've gone woke. Morocco's gone woke. Yeah. They need to go broke. These are the exact kind of restaurants they open in Philadelphia every year. <laughs> this, is, this is fucking Laser Wolf or whatever. Donut yeah. King. Yeah, exactly. For some Moroccans, this was a breath of fresh air. The Moroccan elite had mired them for long enough in a stuffy culture that worships authority, uh, authority and tradition. The brutal twins from the brutal twins from Frechin seem to be saying it was all a bit of a joke. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, come on, it kind of is. You're a king. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Moxen could be represented by a single person. If the Moxen could be represented by a single person, that might well be Abdelatif Hamauchi, Morocco's Saturn- Saturnian securities are. Hamauchi, god damn, I'm going to have to read this guy's name over and over again, is a bureaucrat to his bones. 
of Humble Origins, he climbed up the ranks of the police through obsessive hard work. <laughs> obsessive hard work in the police uh, under the evil previous king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good guy. Sounds like a guy I, I prefer the opinion to than the party German bros. Yeah. Unlike the king, he rarely takes holidays. In 2007, he became head of the country's domestic intelligence agency. In 2015, he took over responsibility for national security and policing as well. This, this guy sounds scary. He's I fucking, won't lie. He's, he's Baria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally. I'm imagining him with an eye patch. Yeah, yeah. literally. Since then, Hamauchi has rolled back many of the liberal reforms of the first years of Muhammad's reign. What a fucking asshole! <laughs> Muhammad made, like... Didn't it say he, like, did infrastructure and, and did women's rights? He, yeah, he's doing year zero. He's Pol Pot. Fucking asshole. He's blowing up the roads. He put independent-minded academics, journalists, businessmen, and the lawyers who defended them on trial. Human rights activists were sentenced to decades in prison. Cowed by Hamauchi, a new press corps uh, evolved that was loyal, above all else, to the security establishment. The press has grown more deferential to Hamachi than the king, says a Moroccan businessman. How am, what, am I, how, what am I supposed to take away from this, the economist? They're like going through the early stages of a probable coup that this yeah. guy is going to throw. And they're because saying the German is, party this, king. This, this is busy. the fault of the Germans? And it sounds I like don't buy that. It sounds like it's too late for him to consolidate power, too, and kill this guy. This guy needs to die. This guy needs to let's, die. Let's go out on the record here. Yeah. Boomer Death Squad says, you know, Hamauchi. bring back the constitutional monarchy. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a dickhead. Uh, Morocco's security services have long used uh, coercive methods to silence critics. You're kidding. They have? I never would have guessed. But Hamauchi's reign is associated with one practice in particular. Sexual blackmail. Oh, God. <laughs> Journals and dissidents say security agents have secretly recorded their most intimate moments and then confronted them with the evidence. Those who continue to challenge the regime find that compromising videos are sent to their relatives or turn up in press outlets loyal to Hamauchi. Some targets are hauled to courts and prosecuted for rape or having sex outside marriage, a crime in Morocco. <laughs> this right? is some dark shit. This is some, yeah. Dude, this is the Tim Scott country. <laughs> He should move Dude, there. Hamachi, when Hamachi, when he goes on, when he takes over every TV channel to declare he's the new head of state, his voice is going to crack hard as hell when he's like, <laughs> I am the new head of state. Yeah. <laughs> I pussy. am the state. <laughs> Many Moroccans assumed that Hamachi had been collecting evidence on the Azaitars. A, fr a French investigative website published a story in 2021, which alleged that Hamati ordered uh, spyware to be placed on the mobile phones of dozens of politicians, journalists, and other public figures. Abu Azaitar's brother Omar was on the list of supposed targets. He denies having been the victim of surveillance. The question was not whether Hamachi had dirt on the brothers, some Moroccans thought, but how he would use it. I like the, uh, the framing of that first sentence. Many Moroccans assumed that he had done this, meaning he couldn't get any dirt on these guys. They're just dope. They're I, just loyal to their boy. I think he, he has, like, infinite dirt on these guys. That's kind of what this article is. But nah. he doesn't know how to use them because it's like the king didn't really care when he rolled no, back all like, the other it's not, theoretical reforms, right. but he cannot touch his boys. Right. It's not dirt if they're his fucking, if they're his fellas. If yeah, they're if, the only guys are going to stick by him. Yeah, if the king thinks that's cool, actually. Exactly. 
The king's, the king's distractingness was causing problems. Officials who had to do three COVID tests in advance of a meeting with the monarch were getting frustrated of all the last-minute cancellations. Nineteen times fumed one foreign ambassador struggling to present his credentials. Look, I, I don't know what to tell you. COVID-19, it was a freaking pandemic. He doesn't want to get sick. No, exactly. And these, these like, anti-vax freaking officials... Ambassadors from other countries need to present themselves to the king based off, like, the rule of this. Yeah. The rule of the monarchy. So they're just like, I, I'm not the ambassador yet. <laughs> uh, whenever the king did resurface at court, a whirl of activity would follow. He once briskly gave accreditation, accreditation to 36 ambassadors in an afternoon and seemed in a rush to get away again. COVID lockdowns in 2020 and 2021 obscured his absences, but did not hide them altogether. Fans of Raja Casablanca, the kingdom's most popular football team, started to chant in the terrace, terraces, you are thieves, you are stealing the wealth of the country. Who? Ch chanted who? The, the Azaitars? I, that's one of those quotes that they're just going to repeat later. God damn it. But <laughs> I should just pay attention. Morocco, meanwhile, was becoming restive. The growing wealth of the elites, including Muhammad himself, he was estimated by Taitler to be the fifth richest monarch in the world in 2019, <laughs> had started to draw attention even before the pandemic. Royal holding companies control large swaths of Morocco's economy. A rap song rallied against wealth inequality called Long Live the People racked up more than 16 million views on YouTube within a few weeks of its release in October 2019. I mean, that is like half of the population of Morocco, I think it said. Yes. It was like 30-some-odd million. Yes. 39, just shy of half. Yeah. yeah. Many saw the song's lyrics as a direct attack on the king. Don't ask me about the country's treasures, it goes. Who plundered its wealth? Who benefits from its two seas and its mines? Freaking bars! Dude, he's spitting. <laughs> it's the hardest part about listening to rap music in other languages. Yeah. Translated lyrics are just yeah. like sentences. <laughs> COVID-19 brought the country's tourism industry to a standstill and devastated many small businesses. The king introduced some relief measures. I wonder if it affected the Azaitar's Burger restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're the only restaurants open in Morocco. <laughs> it's the only food you can get in the capital. The king introduced some relief measures, but it wasn't enough to stop the resentment curdling into rage. Fans of Raja Casablanca, Raja, whatever, the kingdom's most popular football team, started to chant on the terraces. God damn it, dude. I keep fucking this up. The first indication that the Moxon was fighting back against those held responsible for diverting the king's attention came in December 2020, when an article appeared about the brothers in the Moroccan press. Ooh. The bad reputation of the Zaitar trio, ran the headline on Barlemagne, a pro-Moxon website, described them as notorious crooks with immoral inclinations. <laughs> Another outfit loyal to the establishment, Hess Press, said the brothers wielded a Rasputin-like influence. Few doubted that Hamauchi's agents were involved. More damage Sounds like something Hamauchi would say. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More damning material about the Azaitars came out in months that followed. Chalf TV broadcast footage of the brothers pushing themselves to the front of a queue at a government hospital. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look. No. Heast Press released Abu Azaitar's German criminal record last March. 
theft, extortion, fraud, physical violence, criminal conspiracy, robberies, robberies, and recidivism, computer fraud, driving without a license, dousengazin, <laughs> yeah, bodily harm causing permanent disability, assault and battery, drug trafficking, forgery, and resistance to law enforcement. An incredible pedigree. It's Un- funny that recidivism is a crime in Germany. It's what like what it's, is that? It's when you, you have been in jail again. before and you go back. Yeah. <laughs> Do crimes sick. multiple times. That's sick. Respect. They, they tack that on every time, I guess. <laughs> Another Hess Press article detailed Abu Azaitar's alleged extravagance, which included driving a $3 million Bugatti Veyron. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was an unprecedented attack on the royal inner circle. Some Moroccans de- uh, derived a certain schadenfreude from watching one section of the, le- of the elites tear into the other. Given the Moxon uses sex as a method to, de- to delegitimize, why should it spare the brothers? Asks Hick. Hikam Mansouri, a dissident journalist who is jailed, jailed on adultery charges. <laughs> yeah, he's like, why can they get them and not me? Yeah. Or why can they get me and not them? Ugh, totally sp- I knew fucked that up. Yeah, yeah, you get it. <laughs> if the stories about the Azaitars were intended to shame the king into resuming a traditional role, they backfired. The scandal seemed to push him further away. <laughs> That's so awesome. It's like when my dad yells at me to do the dishes. And I'm like, fuck you, man. I don't want to do the dishes now. He's pushed you further away. You're going to France for 200 days. <laughs> He's pushed me further into the hands of my handsome German friends. Yes. We are right here, Danny. <laughs> yeah. We're the only ones who understand you. If <laughs> we do not do dishes in Germany, we use paper plates. <laughs> Last summer, he moved to Paris for a five-month stay. Ostensibly, this was to be near his aging mother, who lives in the posh suburbs of Neuilly. Neuilly. But few found the explanation convincing. Privately, some in the king's entourage said he was sulking and would stay away until the Moxon stopped lecturing him on how to live. He's the, he sees the Moxon as the enemy, says a confidant. It was against him from the first. Fact. I mean, look. They have been. They fact. were. Yeah. Fake friends. Not even friends. They're like they're they like, were friends. They're like cold uncles. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's like seventy five percent cold uncles, and then his boys from school, who betrayed him for the uncles. Yeah, it's fucked up. I'd be fucking. I'd be hanging out in Germany with Klaus and like Huvan too. The king's exile in France was nothing if not sumptuous. For much of 2022, he divided his time between a mansion near the Eiffel Tower and a high-walled chateau in the, ruling, in the rolling hills of Betz in the northeast of the country. But even there, he seemed to find it hard to escape. The few courtiers still with him frequently replaced their SIM cards for fear that the Moxton was listening. They, sh- uh, they changed the addresses of meeting places at the last minute and looked around them before talking. In October, Mohammed returned to Morocco for the state opening of Parliament. But he was soon off again for Gabon. <laughs> That's fucked up. The king's inner circle has to fucking look over their shoulder for, for wires. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's a bad government structure. For real. Muhammad is said to be becoming more uh, ir- irascible. Irascible? What is this word? I'm not sure. I think irascible. Why not? Sure. We'll go with irascible, folks. As he becomes more isolated, snapping at the few visitors who come to see him, he was too indisposed to, to attend a Queen Elizabeth II's funeral in London or the Arab League summit in Algeria or Morocco's string of successes at the World Cup. Though he did drive through the streets of Rabat 
to celebrate with fans. When the Spanish Prime Minister arrived in Rabat in uh, early 2023 to improve ties between the two countries after a diplomatic crisis over Western Sahara, the king wasn't around. What? <laughs> what does Spain have to do with... <laughs> is it a former colonial holding of theirs? I yeah, feel like it would have been France. It is, and they still hold a couple cities in northern Morocco as, like, weird enclaves. Cool. Yeah, but then they got mad at them when they invaded Western Sahara, and I guess they went to go make up, and they were like, oh, the king is partying today. <laughs> He's not in this country. The situation in Morocco remains volatile. Though tourism has rebounded, crunches in the supply of energy and food following Russia's invasion of Ukraine have sent inflation soaring. Biden inflation, man, hitting, hitting all the way over there in friggin' Morocco. <laughs> food costs in January were nearly 17% higher than they were at the start of the previous year. The government has rolled out a support program, which includes... Why did they spell program the British way? The Economist. Economist. Program. Fuck yeah. the Economist, man. Program. Yeah, which includes subsidies for staple goods. But poor Moroccans still suffer. Their mood is unlikely to be helped by knowing how much money the Moroccan elite has been accumulating. A leaked cache of offshore financial documents called the Pandora Papers shone light on this at the end of 2021. Look, I'm sure it's not great to be poor in Morocco. And I'm sure the rich have all the money. I, I'm sure of this. but It's like that in this country. Look, let the man party. Yeah. Let him freaking party. That's all I gotta say, folks. He just he should have had an older brother who has to deal with like yeah, actually being yeah. the king. And he, he should he, get to be he, the party boy. He's gonna abdicate the second his son turns eighteen. That's the dream. Few Moroccans dare utter the word abdication, but they have begun to refer to it in euphemisms. There is talk of the Spanish model, a reference to Juan Carlos of Spain, who was persuaded to hand over the crown to his son after a series of scandals. Exactly what you said, yes. Yeah. Some eye Muhammad's 19-year-old Hassan as a successor. Others look to the king's steely younger brother, Rashid. Steely younger brother? This, this, He's been ready the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Steal yeah. it. This, this guy, yeah. Rashid, it's kind of... Uh, this is House of the Dragon where the yeah. older brother's like, kind of like, oh, I don't want to be king. Yeah. And then the younger brother's like, oh, I am destined for greatness. <laughs> I was thinking the Beast Raban in Dune where he, he takes... He, gets control back over uh, Arrakis and he squeezes it with an iron fist and just like <laughs> squeezes all the money out of it that he can his his steely younger brother like th that guy would just team up with the evil fucking their version of Edgar uh, that's that's I, the coup of Hoover and uh, Dulles mixed together uh, Homini right yeah, yeah that guy but the king has one advantage over Juan Carlos <laughs> okay. Uh, in Morocco, the king, not parliament, is sovereign, and Mohammed shows no signs of retiring gracefully. Despite his dislike of the job, the king seems to have grown increasingly fond of the perks of office. Increasingly fond of being the king. I wonder who, why. Who would want to be I, king? I'd get used to that pretty quick, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I have to and say. They're saying you have to give it up? <laughs> no, thank you. If the Moxon wants its king back, says a confidant, it must accept his terms and embrace the Azaitars. Until then, the standoff will continue. In competitive moments, Muhammad's advisors even talk of sacking security chiefs. Hamauchi included. I mean, that should that should happen regardless of whatever happens. This just makes evil sense. guy, this guy that embodies the the, the the dictionary definition of deep state, should be knocked off. Yeah. He With, shouldn't be involved in any version of any 
form of government. First, first, first movement that uh, the king needs to make: get yeah. rid of Hamachi. Yeah. The sorry, Hamachi. Sorry, bro. Fourth Mike. Sorry, maybe. brother. No, you know what? Because <laughs> we shouldn't have him as fourth Mike. Because he'd get it. He'd do a coup and he'd become <laughs> yeah, first Mike. Exactly. He'd, be, he'd be reading the he'd notes. Consolidate power against us. He's <laughs> like it's like the uh, consuls of the French Revolution. <laughs> He's first among equals. <laughs> All right, this is the last paragraph here. The Moxon is unlikely to meekly accept such a move. A military coup against the king is not unthinkable. Hassan's security chiefs tried twice to overthrow him. The unknown variable in all these calculations is the dynamic on the streets. Thousands demonstrated in the capital at the end of the uh, last year, railing against despotism and the high cost of living. A terrible drought is currently adding to a uh, discontent. More protests are developing. You feel you're living on a powder keg, says an ins- You feel like you're living on a powder keg, uh, keg, says an insider. Moments like this call for leadership, but Muhammad and the brothers have gone to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man. Critical support for Morocco's surfing king. <laughs> cruising his way through the French countryside. Hell yeah, dude. I mean. Look- Gabon, sand in my toes. <laughs> Not a care in the world. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take it. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is what we act- we should close on Kokomo. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be one mashup. Yeah. And like I said, folks, Joey's brain is always on the Mike Love Beach Boys. It's always thinking about them. Critical support. For the German party bros at the head of Moroccan's government. Yeah. Friendship ended with Hamauchi. <laughs> now Abu Bakr is best friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, if there's a coup there, that might be why, but yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and if you're looking for blame, I'd say, look at this Hamauchi guy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. If you want to look smart in front of your friend, say, oh, that Morocco coup, think it was Hamauchi. The thing is, you'll know what you're talking about. Maybe he would uh, liberalize more if he came back uh, and partied. If Hamachi, I don't know, dude. Hamachi seems to just be rolling back the process. He's making it illegal to be a gay and a woman. I'm sure. Get rid of him. Get rid of him, King. My yeah. dear King. Yeah, exactly. We need the return of the brave King Joe Biden to get rid of the evil conservativeness of Donald yep. Trump. Mauchi. Make America. <laughs> Make Morocco make swaggy Morocco. swaggy <laughs> make Morocco no it's make Morocco classic again it's fallen to the swag. <laughs> <laughs> in closing, folks, thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles.